Welcome, everyone, to Mythstery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant. Joining me, as always, is my permanent guest, my esteemed permanent <laughs> guest. I'll give you that adjective. Is Thank esteemed you. an adjective? That's an adjective, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. cool. Um, Cami, hey. Hey, how are How's you? How's it going? I'm okay. Good. I'm okay. We're good. You know, my mom had that surgery, but it was good. She's chilling. Um, we're still here doing remote podcasting. I'll put that at the front of the podcast just to throw that in there. I've been meaning to, and I'm glad I remembered, uh, you know, with the global pandemic, we're going to do this, uh, if you're just joining or, or something like that, this is just how we're recording right now, but we do plan once it's, uh, safer to, to do the regular show where we can see each other and point and laugh. <laughs> But for and now, we're, you can't see. we're here. Yeah. Um, so, Cami, what is mystery? What, mystery? what is, why are we here? Like the podcast? Yeah. Well, it's a podcast about myths and the history behind them. And okay. each week we pick a different topic. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, a cryptid or it could be just some fun local stories like the ones we did last week. Yeah. Or, oh yeah. Yeah, it could be um, a, fi- a famous uh, Chinese warrior, which is yeah. what we're doing this week. Uh, yes. So my joke for I was gonna say, all right, Cami, you're in you're in Jingzhou, China, okay? Okay. And you're and you're walking around, and you see this 193 foot tall, 1300 ton statue. Who ha- does it have to be? Guan Yu. Guan. You, the man himself, that's who we're talking about today, and this is a really interesting topic because this this guy is like Thor on steroids. Um, yeah, but he existed. Exactly. Well, hey, can you disprove that Thor existed? <laughs> I'm sure there was some blonde dude named Thor <laughs> in like 3000 BC who was like lightning I bolt. I do. I know a guy whose first name is Thor and his last name is Thorson. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, there you go. I, I wonder if there's a bunch of Guan Yu's running around. So he's like Thor, son of Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, um, I mean, that's just the coolest name ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Guan Yu is really interesting. Um, he, yes, he was very real and we'll, we'll talk the specifics soon, but um, he's also super relevant today and not just because he's, in the Avengers, like Thor, it's not that kind of relevance, but it's similar. Um, it, it's 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 a crazy. This is a cool like avenue we're going down, and I'm really excited to talk about this. Um, I'll throw out at the beginning because I'm sure I'll reference it more. That the idea that sparked me to talk about this was the the video game series by uh, Tecmo Koei, Dynasty Warriors, is based on the f- the 14th century novel, The Romance of the Three Kingdoms which is features Guan Yu as a very prominent character. Spoilers, he dies. Um, sorry if you were picking up that 14th century novel. Uh, to, <laughs> damn it. Um, but we'll go into that. We'll, but I know, Cammy, you're going to regale us with a couple stories of this uh, fantastic literal god of war. Uh, so please let us know what you've got. Sure. Guan Yu was a warrior so revered he became a god after his death. He was such a brave man and so impervious to pain 
During one memorable evening, it is said he was at a banquet and needed an operation to be performed on his arm. Instead of leaving to seek medical attention, the doctor came to him. While Guan Yu laughed and ate, the doctor performed the much-needed surgery. It's easy to see why a man like this would be worshipped after his death as the god of war. Very early in the text of Romance, and I, my sources, so Romance of the Three Kingdoms by uh, Lao Guanzong. Luo Guanzong, yep. Lua Guanzong, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then LiveScience.com, Owen Jarrus. And then there's a Wikipedia entry that I used for the Green Dragon Crescent Blade. So I figured I'd throw that in there because there is another story of this exact thing happening where he got shot with a poison dart and or arrow and then it seeped into his arm. And so he had to have the surgery uh, but he decided during the surgery to play a game of Go. So Go, that's what he's playing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I've seen um, a I, – I, I was going to talk about this in my part, but I'll just mention it because it's good. There's a 19th century uh, Japanese woodcut of him, and it's it's so badass. It's, it's the very iconic Guan Yu in the green robes, the long beard. And, yeah, he's just like – there's a doctor operating on his right arm, and he's just cheating out to the painting and just playing – go and he's just like yeah go ahead do it i don't care <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's just wild <laughs> yeah. very early in the text of romance guan yu meets with two other men they perform a ritual that makes them brothers although they're not related through lineage lu bei and zhang fei who are both uh, very brave men and famous during their time and of their own right Liu Bei was the warlord of what would become his kingdom of Shu. And that the three kingdoms, so there was I don't remember the names of it was like Wei, Shu, oh, and was I the know. Other one? Wei, Shu, and Wu. And Wu. Okay, yeah, that's right. Thank you. The men fought together for a time until Guan Yu was captured by a general called Cao Cao. He would eventually control the kingdom of Wei. Cao Cao treated Guan Yu very well as a captive and prized him as a warrior. He promoted our hero as the lieutenant general of his army. Guan Yu had sworn an oath to his brother, Lei uh, Le Bei, so he escaped and went back to him. But first he murdered Yan Lang, who was a general in the rival, arm, uh, a rival army of Cao Cao. So, of course, he did that so that he he kind of felt like he owed him a debt. And so he did that. So he wouldn't owe him a debt anymore, I guess. Um, but then he went back to his brother. One item, which is almost certain, which almost certainly didn't exist, made Guan Yu a fierce fighter in hand-to-hand combat, his green dragon crescent blade. This weapon was a guandao, which represents, or which resembles sort of like a scythe, except for the blade is in line with its pole, instead of jutting out to the side. Mm -hmm. And this braid is rumored to have weighed 40 pounds, but Guan Yu could effortlessly swing it with one hand. As legend tells, when the blacksmith was forging the brutal weapon, a green dragon flew over him. Guan Yu slayed the beast, and the body was used to create the weapon and endow it with magical powers. Another name for this blade was the Frost Fair Blade, because during the harsh winter battles... 
The blood of Guanyu's enemies would freeze on the blade, making a layer of bloody frost that would slice through the armor of other warriors. Though Guanyu fought bravely and killed thousands, mastering naval warfare and upholding loyalty to his brothers, his support eventually dwindled. He was overtaken by Lu Meng, a general of Sun Quan's army. Guan Yu and Guan Ping, who was his son, were killed, but his reputation of a fierce warrior and loyal friend caused him to be worshipped as a god until today. Yes, yeah, literally a god. Um, I love this. He's, he was given many titles throughout the centuries, but my favorite one was in 1614. The Wanli Emperor, um, this is from uh, Wikipedia, so I'm quoting here, um, bestowed on Guan Yu the title Holy Emperor Guan, the great god who subdues demons in the three worlds and whose awe spreads far and moves heaven. So that's, It sounds like he was able to do that. For his sure. like name tag would say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tammy, thank you. Yeah. Those were, I, I, I knew the, yeah, the story of him getting the surgery and he's just like, it's nothing, but I, I didn't know the full story of the Dragon Crescent Blade, which which is super iconic. So this is the the super heavy giant statue I mentioned, and and any 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 image of him will almost always be the same. It's it's him in these uh, robes from the period, long beard, uh, and, and like his beard is just as like magical as he is, and then this really specific pole axe or pole arm. Uh, dragon crescent blade um and once you man when you unlocked that thing in any dynasty warriors game it was great you just killed everybody really quickly it was awesome so could you swing it with one hand in the game he he definitely i mean like you know the game oh, it was you really play him? <clears throat> yes yeah absolutely oh okay yeah yeah you can swing it with one hand okay right yeah yeah the whole so i i guess i'll start that like dynasty warriors was really great it, it was a fun – it's a ha- super mindless hack and slash. Like it's funny. Like um, mainstream gamers kind of think it's dumb because it's it's very – it is extremely repetitive, and it gets a rehash every couple of years, and it's almost like when Madden gets a new Madden, it's like what's changing? But um, it's really the cool. The defense. Like, I, right, yeah. <laughs> um, what's great about Dynasty Warriors – I mean I learned so, – so you know, this – the period of time Guan Yu was alive – um, he died around two. He, he died in around uh, 219 or 220 A.D. at the very end of the Han Dynasty, which started 400 years prior. And the Han Dynasty is considered the golden age, or a golden age, in Chinese history. And it, it's it's a very special period of unification. And uh, I mean, China is well known for technological advances. My my other video game references civilization, and China will always get incredible bonuses to like science in the early game like you they'll have writing and uh, other advanced techniques before other civs do typically so and that's definitely a big part of their history um and it's really nice for us too because they did chronicle this stuff pretty darn well well so dynasty warriors like other things is based off of this really famous novel romance of the three kingdoms and I like to think so. This was this 14th century novel, um, which is uh, credited to be written by Luo Guanzong. I say that because it isn't. It doesn't look like it's a thousand percent certain that it was written by him. I think it's a little bit like in like how we talk about how Shakespeare. Like there's the was Shakespeare real debate. Um, so uh, Luo Guanzong though he he did write 
uh, other things that were in and edited a few other famous. There's like these four awesome classical texts, and this is one of them. Um, and he, I think, edited another. Anyway, so this this thing was was huge, and and it from its conception uh, became. It's considered today to be just like an incredibly important great work um, of of art in in the, just the world in general. It's it spawned operas that have, were carried out almost immediately. Um, and you know, Guan used imagery like the the novels you can find on Wikipedia and other websites. I, I actually also use Wikipedia and Life Science, um, like Cami did, had a really good piece on it. Um, Guan used images like the beautiful drawings will be in there, and they kind of look like a what you kind of would expect of a 14th century Chinese artwork. But Guan Yu is is that image. It seems like ha, has been burned in from that period and ha, continues today from this 14th century um, drawing. I didn't actually. I I, I don't know. I, I'll try and see if I can look real fast if there's many images before the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. But it was in 700 um, A.D. Uh, a couple hundred years after his death is when he really started to become super important. Um, but I, 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 along the way, though, so I mean, I just don't know what kind of made the romance of the three kingdoms. And so we say romance, not really in a way of like these three kingdoms were in love with each other, but romance in this, and I'm trying to think of like the best definition. It's epic. I mean, that's that's really like, like the epic of the Three Kingdoms. I think might sound a little bit better, but or make more sense. Romance does sound pretty cool though. Uh, and I'm gonna. I wrote a note. I'm gonna link. There's a great YouTube video uh, of. There was a 1999, I think, production of. It was like a sh- a, a, a show, like HBO style, like a long TV show with beefy episodes and a high budget. Um, and, um, there's one of uh, Guan Yu's death scene and he gets captured and he's stabbed by like five guys and he's like still alive. And then they, they capture him. And I, I guess they didn't want to show him like dying on screen. So the, the screen goes, it, the, the scene shifts and it's Liu Bei and he receives like, he's in this room with these advisors and the one, one messenger comes and he's like, Lord Guan Yu has been captured by uh, Lu Meng and the Wu. And then like, they're like, what? No, this is crazy. Like we have to immediately get him back and blah, blah, blah. And then another messenger comes in and he's like, um, Lord Guan Yu has escaped, but then was recaptured by uh, Lu Meng of the Wu. And they're like, what? This is crazy we have to go get him and then he talks to the advisors and then a third messenger comes in like this is within like a three minute period and he's like lord guan Yu has been executed by lu meng <laughs> it's just like how do you know all this that is how the story goes though oh yeah, yeah it, i mean i guess how did it is as rapid it, yeah but, but it's it's literally like he's reading like a twitter feed and it's it's so rapid <laughs> like it's it's so he, he just one one after the other it's just like bang, well it bang, is bang. it's like senate 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 basically <laughs> that yeah that's a good way to put it um yeah so um yeah i love the arm injury story too i mean there's there's a lot there like we could do uh, several episodes i think on uh him in general but i I think what what i kind of wanted to to get across uh here is the importance of the han dynasty culturally um think of it like i i think of like rome and how the western world looks to rome um, at, at, at in an inter- interesting way, it's a it's a bias, um, you know, in a, in the mindset of a lot of the Western world, right? Uh, 
And this period, I think, is it kind of has that same representation. And then that the makes another sense, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's just sort of like, you know, we all it we seems all, to be really glorified. It really is. I mean, it was and it was a great period. And it's like, well, how much of a connection does uh, does a, a Roman citizen in Rome today, you know, can he go and think like, yeah, I'm connected to the 96 AD generals of old, you know, like can, can like can he? I mean, sure he can. It's that's totally fine. Just as much as I can like wish I had a connection to Constantinople. Um, but <laughs> It, it, it is. I mean, this was such a formative period, and it and it really shaped the nation in a lot of ways. And and the 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 battle of the three kingdoms was incredibly divisive too. I mean, um, guy, China is encircled by barbarians. That's kind of what they literally called them. But I mean, they had the the Mongolian and the the people of the steppe like constantly attacking them. And then the 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 three kingdoms period was basically like a medieval. Uh, land grabbing fiefdom, you know, thing going on where it was just lords fighting other lords that were, you know, everyone was ununified. Um, but the romance is really cool because it, it's it's story, but it, it does tell a lot of rich history. And the Dynasty Warrior games I really loved because I know. God, so much. It was funny. Kimmy and I were talking about pronunciations before, and and uh, Cao Cao, the original leader of the the way, he's 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 kind of a villain, in a sense, especially I think in the story, and and definitely in Dynasty Warriors, um, he's sort of seen as like the apex villain, really, of of the series driving it, and um, his name is spelled C A O C A O, and the old Dynasty Warrior games would would call him Cao Cao. And why not? I mean, CAO, CAO, that looks like you know, almost like Coco or Cow Cow, you know? And um, eventually they caught it, like they like learned, oh, we're not pronouncing it right. So they, one Dynasty Warriors For game. For like five I, games, right? <laughs> literally, yeah. I think it, yeah, it was like, it was either five or six or seven that they finally got it right. And they, they started calling him Sal Sal. And I remember playing it with my, my best friend. And we were just like, wait, what? What does that mean? Like, why are they saying Sal Sal? And we would Google it. And they're like, yeah, they had it completely wrong this whole time. So, um, but it's cool because it, it, the Dynasty Warriors games are huge uh, in America, in Europe, in Japan. I mean, it's it's a Japanese company that makes it. So the and like I said, the, the, there was the 19th century Japanese wood carving of Guan Yu getting his surgery done. And so uh, he has really transcended culture beyond just a localized Chinese uh, like like belief. You know, like. Thor is pretty localized, but I mean, Guan Yu really goes out there, and all this really goes out there too. Um, and like, there was a, it was an eventual. He, he kind of went from awesome soldier during the end of the Golden Age to this legendary soldier from the end of the Golden Age to just quite literally a god. And there's an injection of uh, Guan Yu in modern I mean, in in Tao Taoism and. Uh, Buddhism, and there's there's a lot there too. Um, like there there's uh, beliefs that um, Guan Yu was Buddhist, and so uh, even though I and I there's a there's an asynchronicity uh, here where the telling of the romance, so the 14th century take in the romance, it, it it's like we talked about the pole axe, his his crescent dragon blade, and how we we you and I found that that kind of weapon 
was not really was likely not used during the period he was around. And there's even a rumor that he invented right. it or a legend that he invented it. And so this 14th century take on things and not just a 14th century take, but, you know, he, he became he started becoming a deity essentially in 600 A.D. So like a few hundred years after he became a god, essentially, uh, is when this this came out. So there's a lot of. Um, I'm sure there's a, a proper term, but asynchronous sort of history kind of depicting him. So we see this character from 220 AD. And well, he's, it sounds he's, like he's retrofitted to there the we go. culture. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's a really great way. I would say it's almost like, you know, when they did Shakespeare's plays set in ancient times, I'm sure, you know, they weren't able to emulate it perfectly uh, accurately at all and there were tools and and things that wouldn't have been there or something like that i think that's a great way to kind of think about it or uh, mm-hmm. or yeah please. romeo plus juliet did you Yo, see it yeah oh with uh yeah. with leo yeah absolutely yeah hey leo how you doing i know you're listening um <laughs> yeah that, that's a really good way to put it yeah um but yes, so he's rooted in Taoist um, culture, rooted in Buddhist culture as sort of a a protector, um, just just a important kind of similar to a, in a way that Thor is. But it's there's no pantheon here, uh, mind you. It's just sort of like this dude's so awesome that he's just legendary. Uh, and then there also like Wikipedia kind of talks about the the localized folk religions of in, in China is another way to sort of see it. Um, He's got shrines. People, a lot of people will have a, a shrine, a basic shrine, or just a statue of him. Um, police stations, and even like, uh, I guess you could say like the mob will also kind of have statues dedicated to him, and will will regularly like pray and and see him as an honor. He's he's seen as a he's claimed to be a god of war for his bravery and loyalty, and you know he he had his his brotherhood packed with uh, Zhang Fei and Liu Bei. Um, He's it's it's crazy. I mean, he's just totally ingrained. I mean, today to this day, right now, um, at some Chinese police station, a, a dude going on the shift is like, "Let's get him, Guan Yu." You know. So. And then the the crime family is also saying that. It's like, yeah, let's get him, Guan Yu. That's a pirate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I read on um, the Wikipedia article mentions actually that apparently at the shrines. Uh, the police station shrines Guan Yu will be holding his um, crescent blade in the right hand, and uh-huh. in the the baddies will have him holding in the left hand. Oh wow! Yeah, to denote the goodness and badness. I don't know. I don't know why, as a criminal, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm a baddie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, that I'll, is weird. Like, do you think of yourself as a bad guy when you're right. a, when you when other people see you as the bad guy, and usually right. not. Um, the Last of Us Two taught us that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um. So, I, I I I'll I'll wrap up soon because I I really could go on for quite a while. I this is just so it's it's fun for me because I I do I recognize and I have an image of these characters in my brain. I mean I've been playing it Dynasty Warriors three. I was in fifth grade. Um. I graduated high school in 2010, just to give listeners a reference. So I was in fifth grade uh, when I played Dynasty Warriors 3 on the PlayStation 2, and all these characters were in there. Um, And it was cool because you could play the story mode by kingdom and by character. 
so I could play the Shu storyline as Guan Yu, and I would do uh, a dozen or half a dozen battles of that that were chronologically correct. You know, there's some looseness here, but um, that happened in the romance and in real life. You know, again, this is kind of fiction working in nonfiction and vice versa, and. So I got to I, I I knew Guan Ping as soon as I was reading in Wikipedia Guan Ping I was like yeah it's his kid I, I he has a giant sword I remember um, and Guan Yu's got this I mean you know it's it's really fun and then you can play as the Wu you can play as Lu Meng the guy who captured and killed him and you you got a mission where you got to capture and kill him and it's hard as hell um, <laughs> and I, uh, I bet <laughs> right um, and and you, if you play in the way uh, kingdom as uh, Cao Cao you'll capture him and then you'll let him go um, so. I have gotten to know these these characters and these people uh, through these games, and so reading about it is is it's just really cool. Um, I th- we could probably do a, like another episode where we talk about its death a little bit, or, or maybe something else because there's just some cool things there. Um, but I'll I'll say so like as far as references go. Um, oh, here we go. I just found my note real quick. So. It is starting during the Sui dynasty in 581 to 618. Um, that's the note I was looking for earlier. That's really where he started to go into a whole other plane of existence in modern life. Um, and at, like during this period, uh, the the, the uh, Guandao started being used and got associated with him, I believe. And then uh, you would even see instances throughout the next few hundred years um up into uh literally into the cantonese that migrated to california in the 1800s of worshiping guan yu um and like even generals during like there's a battle in 1402 uh, where there was a coup d'etat um that was uh yeah a successful coup d'etat and uh, the guy who did it zhu di he claimed that he was blessed by guan yu so in 1402 this guy was like Guan Yu's on, got my back. So, and I think that was before, no, that would have been after the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. So, yeah, this dude literally read the Romance of the Three Kingdoms and overthrew his, like, nephew and was, like, holding it up like some kid with, like, Harry Potter and was like, yeah. No. Um, but there, so, as far as, like, sources go, uh, and Luau, um, Luau Guanzong, I got to look at it to pronounce it, um, they, like the 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 chronicle there was a lot of chronicling uh there was a lot of writing there were biographies of like Liu Bei and a lot of these other prominent feature uh figures um in the time period and after the time period the Han dynasty was well written so a lot of these sources are used um there is a uh authoritative source it's called the records of the three kingdoms by Chen Zhou in the third century so uh, about a hundred years after all this, this dude's like, I got to write that down. That was really crazy. And um, so that's kind of where we find the truths and lies of it all, or, or the, I would say the truths and the fiction in it all. And, and, and that's kind of where it's all broken down. I mean, there, I'm sure you could find some great sources. There's tons of, of stuff that's written on this, um, but I'm sure you could find some great sources that kind of Did tell that you guy write about the game of go. I don't know. About or about the banquet, like whichever it was supposed to be. Oh, the the oh when he was getting, Where the he's surgery getting thing? his yeah, arm surgery. I don't know. I I don't know if he went specific as specific as that. Um Because yeah. that was just that was the most like 
badass <laughs> yeah. story just like oh, i'm gonna sit down and play a game or i'm gonna continue eating whichever yes. one it was <laughs> right yeah it, it, it could have been like yeah it was it two events or was it yeah like the story of getting injured and then doing something and then it just became oh in one case no he was playing go and another place no he was at a banquet um i like to think it was the go like he was just like you know like it's a lot like chess in a lot of ways and he was just like no nah, i'll play it's cool me, um, yeah do something to occupy right my mind uh, while this is happening right uh so yeah and there, there's there's a tons of other uh, there's the records of shu there's the book of the way uh what way uh, the, the kingdom not w-a-y but w-e-i uh there's the history of Wu. there so there are these chronicles and uh, pieces that are used to sort of cross cross reference and i believe that's sort of how luo gonzong was able to kind of write uh, his you know f- fictional historical fiction based in reality based in the chronicles of the times um by cross-referencing these sort of things and yeah i mean but we could there there's there's a ton we can go off of here there's like a super famous red horse red-haired horse that is featured in this lubu is like a crazy general that was real during this time period who is a part of it all i had there's some really cool stuff that we can revisit here. Oh, you mentioned the red horse. Sometimes he's depicted as painted red. Um, yeah. I can't remember what it signifies, but I think it's like yeah. bravery or something. Right. Yes. I've seen that too. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think it's, it is, it's, it's just sort of like his power, his brashness. And, and I did, I've seen, I've seen like Chinese or originated paintings. I've seen uh, Japanese originated paintings or, or, you know, art works of art. And yeah, he, he'll have like a red feature to him. Um, it's just so crazy. I mean, this dude is super famous. Like, and that's, and I, I, I don't know if I have it pulled up, but um, yeah. So his name was Chang Sheng, but later changed to Yun Chang. Um, and he was registered as being from the Hidong province, but eventually became Guan Yu, uh, it, it, which is his oh god there's a special word for it it's uh what is it i'd have to look it up it's it's um something name like not um damn there's a special term it's 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 a kind of a name bestowed on upon you upon like somebody else gives you like a trail name it was his trail name maybe maybe yeah it's it's just yeah um but either way guan yu is how he's best known now um Lord Guan is what like you'll usually like see like the subtitle say in like the fun YouTube videos. But um, yeah, it, it's it's the Romance of the Three Kingdoms book is still prominent today. You can I'm sure you can find like free versions of it or really like newer versions that are translated. Um, there's TV shows that have been done of it. I think even as recent as like the, the early teens, 20 teens um, that you can find all I'm going to try and link that YouTube video in the podcast description just because it's really funny of Guan Yu's death, just like Bay's <laughs> like having to constantly react. <laughs> um, and, and like I said, they didn't show his death scene either. Cause I'll, I'll, when, if you read about his death, he, they like specifically like are careful about, they, they behead him and they're like really careful not to like mess up his beard just because of how beautiful it is. I mean, it's just so, Oh, wow. Oh, it's so, yeah, it's, it's, God, it, like, these stories, it reminds me of Thor and, and just the crazy stories about his hammer and going off and Loki screwing up stuff, but it's just like, it's all Guan Yu, and he's just doing everything. So, um, 
Oh yeah, I loved. It. I I I think I've gone on my tangent enough. We're ten minutes ahead of what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> so hope I really hope this episode isn't just like me going crazy. Um, but it, again, it, it it has it touches me in a unique way because of my childhood connection to all of this. I mean, my literal childhood connection to to these figures. And and I but I've never really I I've I've googled a thing here or there, but I've never looked at it this much. And even I say this much, even that I. It, there's there's so much more to go from here. I, I like I said I really just wanted to prime everybody in general of Han Dynasty, the the romance of the three kingdoms and its and their importances to Chinese culture and the Sui Dynasty, which when Guan Yu kind of started to really pop up there as a legend. So, Cami, thank you for jumping in. I'm really I. I I know you had even you had no connection really, so I, I really yeah I didn't know much about it at all, but it was really really interesting. I mean, I just this guy was just so cool, you know, mm-hmm. like everything he did was just so cool. Yeah. So it was it was really fun to read about him, even the the older texts, like the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Yeah. Uh, of course, I had a digital document and I searched for his name, so I didn't read the whole text oh, or yeah, anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's pretty long. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was really, really good. Um, yeah. I mean, normally when I'm looking through myths, like I've already read the myth. Right. So if I need to look at it, you know, it, it's it takes me like maybe 10 minutes. But I mean, I was sitting down like actually reading, you know, full on reading it. Yeah. Really paying attention. So it was That's it was awesome. really nice. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed the story or stories, cool. I guess. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Well, everyone, I, I hope you enjoy this episode as well. Go and pick up a copy of Dynasty Warriors 8 today <laughs> if you want to <laughs> immerse yourself in Chinese uh, culture and the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Or you can find there's the strategy game to Romance of the Three Kingdoms, which is like a, a more literal, less fantastical version of it. It's really fun. Um Anyway, thank you, Cami. Or Once you could read thank the you. romance. Of the yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can. You can be <laughs> if weird. If you don't play video books. games, you could do that too. You can read if you really want to, I guess. Um, You're in quarantine. But... Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks again, everyone. Remember, we've got our Facebook group, um, Mystery with an I E. We also have our Gmail, uh, Mystery at Gmail dot com. Uh, hit us up if you'd like. If you have any suggestions, if you like the show, if you want us to do a hit a certain topic let us know or if you even i i think i forgot to mention this if if we've talked about something and we've are blatantly wrong or missed something that you think is super important absolutely tell us we will be a thousand percent extra happy to throw that out yeah, there call us and, out absolutely yeah this is this show i threw cammy on the spotlight asking her what the show is earlier and she did a great job of talking about it but this show is is um for us to sort of explore these myths uh talk about some of our favorite ones but but also to explore new ones and in doing that i'm sure like i'm sure there's some guan yu fan out there is going to be like you didn't talk about blah 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 and uh if if we really if it was super important Guan Yu fan 69, um, let us know and we will <laughs> we will fix that. You know that's a Gmail or something out there. <laughs> it is. Let's just email that Gmail and see what we get. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, we will see you all next time. Take care, Cami. I'll see you.